from the North Devon coast to the Atlantic shores, from the tropical rainforests to the sunny Azores, from Icelandic wastelands to Australian deserts. This is Cauldron FM, where the magic really happens. Warm, comforting, and crafted with love. Old world style and grace handmade to your specifications. Each item is truly unique and all handmade. If you are looking for something bold and showy, or something just like Grandma used to make, search Cozy Crochet and Crafts on Facebook. Greetings and welcome to Moonbeat, the online radio show dedicated to young pagans and brought to you by Cauldron FM and Pagan Moonbeams. A very special welcome coming from us, Triste and Bridget, whom you may know from Pagan Moonbeam staff, Triste and Raven. We're both glad you have chosen to take a little time from your day to share a few moments with us. We're going to start off today's episode by doing a welcome ritual. Well, first things first. We'll begin by placing a pillow on the floor and in a clockwise direction, walk a full circle around the pillow approximately three paces away. Then we'll start calling the corners. So everybody stand up and face east. And if you're unsure of which way is east, just think of where you see the sun rise in the morning and face that direction. We'll then follow by walking clockwise to face south, followed by west, and ending in the north. Are we ready? Go ahead and walk your circle, stopping once you've made it back to your starting point. Now, head over to your eastern point of the circle that you've just walked and face east. Repeat after me and say the following. Winds of the east, may you always blow strong, ever-changing. Hail and welcome. Now coming down to the south. Fires of the south. May your light always shine bright. Hail and welcome. Now walking to the west. Welcome waters of the west. May you always flow free. Hail and welcome. And walking up to face north. Northern Earth. May you be the strength of nature forever. Hail and welcome. Hail and welcome to all who have entered this sacred space. Come sit on your pillow in the middle of the magic circle you've cast and free your thoughts so that you may freely speak openly with your personal deity. We're going to start by breathing in deeply for a count of five. One, two, three, four, five. And breathe out slowly. One, two, three, four, five. Breathe in. One, two, three, four, five. And breathe out. One, two, three, four, five. Breathe in. One, two, three, four, five, and breathe out. One, two, three, four, five. <sighs> now, speaking with whichever god or goddess comes to mind, ask 
ask or send out energy to those you know may benefit or need it. Speak with your chosen god or goddess, or do whatever comes to you while the music is playing. And I breathe with it, ripening, ripening. To end this ritual, let's first show our appreciation to the god or goddess that you welcomed into your circle. Then we'll start in the north and we'll work counterclockwise, west, south, and then east, and we'll thank the elements for joining us as well. Alright, stand up in the middle of your circle. Go ahead and face to the north as that'll be the direction we'll be walking the circle once again. Alright, now say the following repeating after me. We thank you, Divine One, for your presence with us today. May you continue to guide us on our journey in life. Hail and farewell. Now looking to the north. Thank you, Northern Earth. May you continue to strengthen life. Hail and farewell. Coming over to the west. Thank you, waters of the west, for flowing. Continue to flow freely. Hail and farewell. Coming down to the south. Thank you, fires of the south. May you continue to bring light wherever it is needed. Hail and farewell. And over to the east. Thank you, winds of the east. May you continue to blow as you see fit. Hail and farewell. Now walk your circle counterclockwise one last time. Thank you all who came to sit with us. The circle is open but never broken. Stay if you will, go if you must, so mote it be. During the ritual, you are listening to Deity by Wendy Roll. Before we move on, be sure to get together paper and something to write with, some crayons or markers, glue or tape, and some scissors as you follow along with the show. We will start with a little music, giving you time to get these things together. Spiral Dance by Fountains in the Sea.
if you've just tuned in, you're listening to Moonbeam, brought to you by Pagan Moonbeams and Cauldron FM. Go ahead, grab pencil, crayons, or markers, paper, glue, or tape, and some scissors to join in while the fun's going on. listening to Spiral Dance by Fountains in USC. Now for the topic at hand for today's show, magical gardening and ritual etiquette. First, I'd like to talk about magical gardening. I'm sure you know what gardening is, and I'm sure you have been in one or two of your life. Magical gardening is like gardening, but with an added meaning to it. While I talk about magical gardens, take a sheet of paper and cut some shapes out of it. Cut different sizes of shapes. You can color them if you want to. It'll make it much better if you do. Magical gardening can be for many reasons, like to have a nice place to meditate as an active altar to attract different animals or simply to give the fairies some place to play. You can have your own garden made of plants inside your house in pots, egg cartons, or outside anywhere you feel needs to go. If you are not in a place where you can actually grow plants, you can make it more symbolic by using different colors of bottles or containers. Magical gardening can have anything in it from plants and flowers of many different kinds to stones and bird baths. It's entirely up to you and what you would like to put in it. You can make it in many shapes or to represent things like the will of the year. Gardening takes a long time to complete, but it is a lot of fun. For now, we're just going to make the plan and talk about your to your grown-up for help gardening your own magical garden as the weather sees fit. To do this, you're going to use your cutout and colored pieces of paper to glue or tape into a garden on paper to represent what you would like your magical garden to look like. Let's listen to a song while you put together your magical garden plans on a piece of paper. You may want to write names of the plants and or the purpose of your magical garden as you put it together. We are now going to listen to Circle In by Peter Connell. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> When they misunderstand you and hear what you know Persecution returns as the ignorance grows So it's time for your circle to put out the word To speak up for your rights and make liberty heard Circle in, circle in, circle again Circle in, circle in, circle again Circle in, circle in, circle again Circle in, circle in, circle The 
try to think at you because of your pal. If they take the child from you for doing witchcraft. If they hate what you are and despise what you do, then return to your circle and we'll stand with you. Circle in, circle in, circle again. Circle in, circle in, circle again. Circle in, circle in, circle again. Circle in, circle in, circle. When you've got City Hall or the tax man to fight Or the misinformation of the paranoid right If you breed or mother worship is ever denied It's a circle to call and there's no need to hide Circle in, circle in, circle again Circle in, circle in, circle again Circle in, circle in, circle again Circle in, circle in, circle The owl gives a warning and the wind takes a change tuned in you're listening to moonbeam brought to you by pagan moonbeams and cauldron fm go ahead grab pencil crayons or markers paper glue or tape and some scissors to join in while the fun's going on circle in circle in circle again circle in circle in circle You've been listening to Circle In by Peter Connell. Now that you have your plan for a magical garden, put it somewhere near your own space to admire. If you're never going to make a real garden, you can consider this your personal one. Good gardening in the future. Wish to you. So now it's time for the add-in page to your correspondence journal. Keeping track of items and their meanings in a type of notebook or a binder is called a correspondence journal. Now, there's a lot of books out there that'll give you meanings of things and you could follow along with them, but it's really better if you use them as a basic point of reference. Then look and pay attention to what things actually say to you. If you write down how it makes you feel or the message you feel you're being given, then it will end up becoming what it means to you. That's really the best meaning for you. Each person's different, just like the messages that they get from things are different. Now, for this page to add into your correspondence journal, we're going to work with the color green. Take out a sheet of paper and a green marker or a crayon. Start coloring in green somewhere on your paper, making sure to leave room so you can write down some meanings. Whatever you're coloring, you can make it a shape, you can make it just scribbles on the page. The important thing is just here that you're coloring in green. Just go ahead and color away. 
Now keep coloring in green. If you want to use different shades of green, go ahead. That's great. But just color, color, color. Again, it can be shapes. It can just be scribbles on the page. You know, whatever you want. But go ahead and keep coloring in green. I want you to keep in mind this is your journal. So you're only going to get out of it what you're putting into it. All right. Now, somewhere on your paper, you're going to write these three words, growth, prosperity, and healing. I'll repeat them a few times so you have time to write them down. Growth, prosperity, healing. Growth, prosperity, healing. Growth, Prosperity, healing. And one last time for you. Growth, prosperity, healing. Now, what you've just written down happens to be what books say the color green symbolizes. But that doesn't mean that's what the color green means to you. We're going to play some music now, and while you're listening, Continue looking at the color green and think about how it's making you feel and what it's making you think of. The song we'll be playing is This New Day by Kelliana. From the darkness, day is dawning. In my darkest hour, I seek the light. All my pain and all my sorrow. May it ease with this new day. May my tears remain uncounted. And I bid the goddess be my guide. For where you lead, you know I'll follow. At the dawning of this new day At this crossroad the way seems clouded And I bid the goddess be my guide Grant me grace and grant me vision At the dawning of this new day May my strength and may my power Lift me up and light my way I seek faith and I seek wisdom At the dawning of this new day At the dawning of this new day at the dawning of this new day. That was This New Day by Kelliana. Now, somewhere between how green makes you feel and the textbook meaning of green is what the color actually means to you. Well, go ahead and add this page into your journal. And while you're going about your day-to-day -day life, see just how many times you come upon the color green. When you start noticing a pattern of things, repeating themselves and involve that color, add it to this page in your journal. 
Eventually, you'll know what green means to you when you see it, think about it, or use it. In turn, this will put you more in touch with being able to read the world around you. Well, we are now halfway through today's program, and I think it's time to take a break. While we play a song, feel free to stretch your legs, grab a snack, or whatever you need to do, and we'll meet back here once the song is over. Our song is Midnight Celebration by Linda and Laura Craig. Pagan Moonbeams and Cauldron FM. Go ahead, grab pencil, crayons, or markers, paper, glue, or tape, and some scissors to join in while the fun's going on. Celebration by Linda and Laura Craig. Now it's time for the divination corner. Everything you see can have a message or meaning to you. 
In ancient times, the pagans used to use these messages and clues given from the things they saw to tell them of the things for that day as well as for their future. The tradition has been carried on throughout the years and has dwindled down to what we now use as divination. Divination is something that people do to find out what's happened, what is happening, and what will happen in the future. It is usually done by a person who knows a lot about it and has been trained to do it. You are never too young to do divination, and with a little help you can begin your journey to it. This week we're going to address coffee grind and the tea leaf readings. There are many methods of divination. This will show we will talk about reading coffee grinds and tea leaves. While I'm talking, take a corner of your paper and tear it into small pieces. We'll be working with it later in the show. Reading coffee grinds and tea leaves started long ago, and no one knows for sure when. It is known that the gypsies were the main group of people that practiced this form of divination and made it popular. You should now have your paper torn into small pieces, so lay them aside and get another sheet of paper and your favorite color of crown and a black one. On your paper, draw a large circle that covers most of your paper, as much of it as you can. This will be the rim of your cup. Draw a small circle in the middle to represent the bottom of your cup. Now one more circle in between the top and bottom circle to represent the middle of your cup. Now with your favorite color crown right past on the bottom of the cup, in the center, in the next area between the small and middle circle right present, in the area that's left at the top right future. Now let's pretend you have drunk a cup of coffee or tea and left a little in the bottom with either the coffee grinds or tea leaves in it. Turn your paper that represents your cup clockwise three times. Let's turn it. One, two, three. Now turn your paper upside down on the table. That'll represent where you turn your cup upside down to let the rest of the liquid run out onto a saucer. Now you turn a cup back right side up to where you can see the cup you drew. At this point, if you're reading tea leaves and coffee grinds, you would look at what's left. Since we are learning what I want you to do is take those small pieces of paper that you made and pretend that they're your tea leaves or coffee grains. Hold them a little above your paper, then let go of them, and they'll land all over your cup. What you will do now is read them. How to do that is to look at them and see if you see shapes, letters, or symbols on them. Be sure not to move them around, but you move around and look at them from different sides of the paper to make sure that you really see what you think you see. You can see it from different angles, and it's mostly where they're grouped together, the whole thing will make a picture. Anything you see in them, write down on the top of your paper where the cup is drawn. Listen, let's listen to some music while you look really hard to see what's in your cup. Be sure to take notice of where things are located when you see them. We'll be listening to the song Dragon by Elvin Drums. Dragon flies on wings at night with scales that glisten in moonlight and frightful teeth of pearly white. The dragon flies among us. She skims the liquid velvet skies with blue green scales and silent cries. A clear green fire burns in her eyes. The dragon seeks. Siren calls all men to dare To fly with her in dark and air To go with her to her secret lair The dragon's fire ignites them Careful what you say and do Sometimes dreams 
If you've just tuned in, you're listening to Moonbeat, brought to you by Pagan Moonbeams and Cauldron FM. Go ahead, grab pencil, crayons, or markers, paper, glue, or tape, and some scissors to join in while the fun's going on. You've been listening to Dragon by Elven Drums. Now that you have a list of things that you, that you saw in your tea leaves or coffee grinds, you'll need to look up the meaning of each item to find out what the reading is saying to you. To look them up, you could use the book or your own correspondence journal if you have those items in there. If not, here's a few meanings of the main things that are seen by people that do this in the beginning. If I happen to mention anything that you see in your cup, write the meaning next to your paper. An airplane would mean journey. A bird sitting down means good luck. If it's flying, it means to travel. A cow would mean that you're going to meet an old friend. An envelope means good news is coming. A fish means that smartness. A glove would mean challenge coming. A hat would be a mysterious visitor coming. A knife would mean arguments. A moon would mean new projects. A road would mean things are going to change. If you're really interested in finding out what all of the images found that you found means, you may want to look at, into your correspondence journal or ask a pagan adult for help after the show. The page you made should be added to your correspondence journal once you get rid of that torn up paper. I hope you all enjoyed this short, simple lesson on reading tea leaves and coffee grounds. Okay, so now we're going to move on to ritual etiquette. Last time I discussed respecting a person's sacred space or their pagan place and the importance of that. Well, this time I'd like to discuss ritual etiquette. It all boils down to basic do's and don'ts and some common sense. Now, the list I'm going to read off to you is far from complete and really just some basics. But here it is, Raven's Guide to What You Should and Shouldn't Do During Ritual. Make sure that you're going into ritual with a clear mind. You definitely want to do that because if magical workings are being done, you don't want to enter in when your mind's kind of fuzzy and not real clear with with what's going on. Be aware of your emotions. If you're angry and upset, you may want to sit this ritual out. That's the type of energy you really don't want to bring into ritual. You want the energy of the ritual to be positive and not under the influence of negativity. Remember, it's all about intent. 
So just be careful of the energy that you're showing up with. In addition to being aware of your emotions, be aware of your physical feeling as well. You know how you're feeling. If you feel sick, if you have a headache, if you're tired, if you're run down, if you've been bogged down with, you know, anything, school, family, friends, what have you, sit the ritual out. The energy that is used and gets created within that ritual circle may actually be too much on you physically. So really what I'm saying with these two things is know your own limits. Now, the next thing is to bring everything you need to ritual. Back in my days in secondary school, I still remember these six P's that were taught to us during our World Civics class. And I've actually found that they apply to so many things in life, oddly enough. So here they are, the six P's. Proper prior preparation prevents poor performance. Sounds like a tongue twister. Yes, I know. But believe me, this totally fits with everything. Proper prior preparation prevents poor performance. Like I said, bring everything you need to ritual. Now, I'll say, being the free-spirited being that I am, it's very hard for me to get put into a rigorous schedule mode. I like to be able to move about at free will and not have you know my every last bit planned out for me. But even this witch knows there are things that need to be planned. Ritual and getting ready for it is one of them. Now, if you're not conducting the ritual, be sure you show up on time. Punctuality is absolutely necessary. You don't want to find out that you're either holding everybody up by being late or show up and find that it's already begun. So definitely be punctual, be on time. Use a bathroom before the ritual begins. That's another key one. Even if it's you're showing up and you're then using the restroom, use the restroom beforehand. Because otherwise, you may be sitting through a very long ritual, doing your own dance while you're waiting for everything to end. This also means your mind is not going to be where it needs to be. You're not going to be paying attention to what's happening and the energy that you need to create because you're going to be distracted with the fact that you really need to use the bathroom. Don't leave the ritual once it's started unless you absolutely have to. And if you need to leave, make sure you're following proper procedure for leaving. Within my own tradition, a doorway is cut to allow for a person to leave. We don't just walk out of the circle. You don't just break the circle and and leave. That in and of itself can cause its own problems. Now I will say, however, just because you can leave doesn't mean that you should leave. So try to refrain from that. Talking. Here's another one. Unless you have something to do with the ritual that you know would cause you to be using your voice and really need to talk, don't say a word. I've been at rituals where it seems to be a quick word here and there, and I will say that even as quick as it might have been, it was still very distracting. Again, it takes your mind off of the work that you're trying to do. It takes your mind off of building that energy to be able to send out that magic into the universe. Now, ritual, I will say, is not all about rules. You should be enjoying yourself. You should be relaxed. You know, there is always obviously meaning behind everything that you're doing. But I did just want to give you basics. You know, so on your part, when you're participating in a ritual, things go smoothly. Now, like any planned event that you're going to, you always want to have the best you present. 
one that's attentive, relaxed, and full of positive energy. Well, that's it. That was it. That was my quick and simple Raven's Guide to what you should and shouldn't do during ritual. Like I said, it's just very basic. And there are many more things that I'm sure you'll be able to find and apply to this type of thing. Well, we're just about at the end of our show. So we'd like to take the time to thank the artists who have allowed us to use their music for this edition of Moonbeat. Without them, this show wouldn't have been the same. Um, On that note, if you or your parents personally know of any musicians whose music would be great for this show and would allow us to use it, please email me, Raven, at raven at paganmoonbeams.com. That's raven, R-A-V-E-N, at paganmoonbeams.com. In the subject line, write Music for Moonbeat and include contact information for the artist so that we can contact them directly. Thanks. We would also like to thank Cauldron FM and Moonshadow Media for airing this episode of Moonbeat. And, of course, we thank all of you who tuned in to listen today. You are the reason we are here. If you have any suggestions or requests for the show, contact Cauldron FM or Pega Moonbeams. We would love to hear from you. To end our program, let's do a little walking meditation. Get up and walk in a square rather slowly until the music stops to clear your mind of all thoughts. for us. We sure appreciate you sitting in for Moonbeams on Cauldron FM. I'm Triste. And I'm Bridget. Until next time. Blessed be. Blessed be. This has been a Moonshadow Media production.